Hey guys, we are the Let's Talk 20s podcast. I am your host, Tanner. I am one of the co-hosts, Connor. And I'm your other co-host, GT. Guys, this podcast is centered around common themes that people in their 20s may be going through, whether it's anxiety, depression, other mental health things, relationships, and so much more. It's all about things that we're all going through together. We may think we're going through it individually, but the point of this podcast is bringing light to things that we're all going through together. Well, we can't wait for you guys to hear about our thoughts with this. We upload weekly episodes every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. sharp. So please tune into that if you'd like to hear the episodes. We also all come together every week for a different topic, and we each share our perspective on that three times a week. So please look forward to those as well. And you guys can find us on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts at Let's Talk 20s Podcast. We look forward to seeing you guys soon. And with that being said, please enjoy this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of the Let's Talk 20s podcast. I'm with this guy right here. We don't look alike at all, uh, but that is my dad. And I'm with Connor and GT as usual. But today, special episode, we're doing a little topic here I'm going to call Generation Gap. I don't know if you Geriatric. Geriatric Gap. <laughs> well, we're going to interview, uh, we're going to start introducing people that are obviously not in their 20s, a little bit older. And for people like my dad, extremely older than twenties, and wow, you um, had to just, say that. Well, I'm just trying to bring, just trying to bring some outside. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you, man. Keep going. Sorry. Got a whole soul. Dad's got a young soul. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's gonna rip me a new one within this too. Don't worry, there's this plenty of opportunities fun. to be embarrassed. Oh man, my turn. Yeah, your turn. Go ahead, Dad. <laughs> no, to embarrass you. Oh yeah, go ahead. To embarrass you. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Connor, GT, anything new since last time we recorded? Just same old dude. Just keep staying after it. I mean, I told you guys in person, I'm not going to school, so I'm, I have a lot of free time just focusing on working and got some base lessons lined up for the next few weeks. So that's going to be kind of cool starting to do that. So that'll be go. fun. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Dad, I appreciate you being on. I know it's not something that you are too keen on, but hopefully we can get some uh, advice from you as, especially as young men who are kind of experiencing, I'm sure, a lot of the same feelings and hardships that you face within your 20s and so on so and they're done that yeah really excited to see what you have to say but oh, with that being said let's wait. hop into this episode gt i think you have the first question for tonight yeah knowing you for the time i've known you I've been blessed and i mean that in all sincerity what in your opinion was like the biggest growth event or occurrence or stage that you went through and like what made that so impactful and changing within your life and those that were affected along the line? Sure. Well, I think certainly my life has been, well, I've, I've listened to the podcast, obviously. So you guys are doing a great job trying to engage your peers. So I appreciate that. That's, that's certainly a stellar accomplishment, but I think from my perspective, my my life has been a little bit different, as Tanner has alluded to in the podcast, and that about the age where everybody's peaking in their career, I had a, a pretty bad car accident, and it was a struggle to come back, but I did. And so I think I think that was probably the beginning of the stage, which was age 38. And after that, there was a couple other health issues, which certainly forced me to reevaluate the priorities in my life. And so mm -hmm. I think it wasn't a midlife crisis. It was a health issue that forced me at age 38 to kind of come around to life and start to smell the roses, begin to appreciate my family, the people closest to me, certainly my, my children, my, my wife at the time and begin to focus less on work, to focus less on chasing the image that we all chase, you know, the white picket fence, the perfect house, the perfect family, the beautiful cars, all of those things. So for me, the biggest growth I have had has been since age 38 and all the things, the health issues that I've struggled to overcome since then. So I think though that's not going to be the same for everybody else absolutely so. no it's something that i kind of thought that might be it just knowing you but i just want to appreciate you for coming on and being open and honest so i'm excited that you're on here i was thrilled when tanner what? was like i'm gonna have my dad on and i 
I about jumped out of my chair. I was like, I haven't seen dad in years. I was so excited. So thank you. Well, ironically enough, small antidote is that you and I actually met two years after my car accident, because when we had moved from Florida after my car accident and I returned to work and, and we relocated to Alpharetta mm-hmm. to work for a large automotive manufacturer who was kind enough to keep my job in office and discontinue a lot of the national travel that I was doing. Um, we relocated here and as part of our faith and being Lutheran, um, our family began going to the church at which your family also um, attended. So it's been a long time. We've we've known each other a long time, GT. It's been it's been a good time. Lots of lots of interesting here's and there's so yeah, loved every Connor here. also because at the time we relocated, Tanner started school, and that's where you and you and Tanner, Connor, I know started your relationship it's, and it's, band and and through school. So I know it's it's, it's been so long since I've seen you, Mr. Perry. It's good to see you again. I I haven't had as much of a chance to connect with you in the years. You know, after Tanner decided to abandon all of us. What a loser. I, mean, I mean, I can't Only believe comes that. Down so like once a year. How could we not hang out after? No, but seriously, thank you for coming on to the podcast. You know, the stuff I've talked to you about it a little bit, and Tanner's, of course, told me a lot about what you've been through. So thanks for sharing about that. I mean, that sounds, of course, tremendously difficult, and I can see exactly why that would change your life for good ways and for just different ways, you know, than you were completely used to. So I I have a question for you just related specifically to the 20s, because like you said, for you, it was around age 38. So leading up to it, your life was uh, very different, it sounds like. So because your life is so different now, are you filled with regret or filled with not anger or sadness, just kind of negative feelings with things that you did in your 20s? Or are you satisfied with where you were able to be with yourself at your 20s, just based on where you were in life and who you viewed yourself at, at the okay. time? That's a great, that's a great question. Thanks. Of course. I, I don't want to answer with a question. But first, I want to ask you and GT and Tanner, are you guys satisfied with where you're at? And thus far in your lives, do either of the three of you have any regrets? I'm happy to answer a question. But I'm just curious to hear what regrets the three of you, if you do or don't. I, we don't have to go into the regrets. Sure. But I'm just curious to know if either of the three of you have any. Oh, curveball. Come on now. Oh, on, go on, Tim. You, you yeah. haven't said anything. Go on. I'll go first. I'll go first. Oh, let's make it uncomfortable for everybody. <laughs> I don't think regrets is something that I guess is more so of lessons that I learned that I thought were regrets. But really, something I've talked about before is how whether you consider it a failure or success, it's more so of a lesson. And you can take things that appear to be negative and somewhere down the road, you may eventually realize that that experience actually maybe helped you in a future scenario or something like that. So I wouldn't say I have any regrets as much as it is. I've learned several lessons that have helped to where I am now. And then the part two of that is, am I satisfied with where I am now, right? In my 20s? Yes. But it's very hard, as we're going to probably get into within this episode, it's very hard to not compare yourself to other people. And I think something that may be a little different in comparison to GT, Connor, myself, our generation versus yours is that presence of social media and how that kind of really amplified the feeling of loneliness slash comparison and almost jealousy of others. So I feel like that part of it in social media kind of makes a lot of people feel like that they're behind or feel like that they're not caught up to speed. But in reality, it's, it's everyone's highlights. That's, that's everyone's good. You don't know about how they, you know, are behind closed doors or what hardships they're going through. So I I feel like behind the scenes. So I feel like it's, it's kind of hit or miss. It It really depends on what angle you want to go at. But if I'm being honest and personal, I don't think I'm behind. I think it's more so of, I'm just going at my own pace and, and figuring out what's good and what's not. And at the end of the day, that's that's all I can do. So good answer. Well, thanks. I think you might hear the same thing a little bit later. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely concur with that. I would like to say, I hate to say I have regrets. It's something I try not to have in my life because I don't want to go to my deathbed with regret. I want to go to my deathbed, like Terrence said, knowing a lot, learning these lessons, and hopefully gaining wisdom along the path 
So, but Tanner was talking about his own pace. I kind of, in my own words, I put it as my own pathway. So my pathway has its own different obstacles, you can call it, that you could say it's regret, but I say it's more of a learning lesson, like Tanner said, or an obstacle that I just had to navigate through maybe a different way than others because everyone's life is different. And I've talked about that before in previous podcasts is that there's what, 8 billion people and no one's going to have the exact same life, the exact same way, the exact same breath. It's, it's just not going to happen. It never will. So that's something that I just say my own path, but there are definitely things that I wouldn't say regret. I wish I might've done something a little different, but I don't consider it regret. My faith, being strong in my faith, it's everything has led me to where I am, and it's God's plan. And who am I to write God, rewrite God's plan? Like, I'm if I was writing my own plan, I'd be God. I'm not by no means. So, it's just something that I definitely say take it, just take it with a grain of salt and just take it how it is and just be able to navigate and adapt. You know, it's just how we have to be as humankind and as far as the answer the other part am i satisfied with where i'm at i would yes i would say i would be be lying myself if i said i wasn't satisfied obviously do i try to shoot higher for some things i think absolutely but i i think when i start to consider that like oh if i'm not satisfied until i'm there it's putting an unrealistic expectation on some things that in God's plan could be later on and could potentially be even better than what I might have had for myself. So it's definitely staying strong to my faith and staying strong with him, the man above, and just letting it take its course and just be happy. And like you said, smell the roses and enjoy life instead of worrying, 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 because I just don't think that's how we should live life. And that's not how life should be measured. I think life is more of how many people can you impact instead of, oh, how much money did I make? How many houses, cars? I just, I just don't think that's yeah. good. So great answer, Connor. Mm-hmm. Um, am I satisfied where I'm at in my life right now? Uh, no, uh, to be honest, but that's okay. I'm okay with the fact that I'm not satisfied with where I'm at now. Um, sure. The reason why is because I, I just, it's more of a recent thing. I've talked about it on the podcast and I just realized it with this whole big school decision is that I just haven't really been living true to myself, which is why I feel like I'm not satisfied, which is why I feel like I have always tried to push myself into something big just to have something big to talk about or tried to push myself in a direction just to have something to talk about, to feel proud of myself or to feel like I'm worthy of talking about something, for example. I don't exactly know what I want to do with my career yet. And I feel like shame for that, for example, right? But I have been, yeah, exactly. I, I shouldn't, but because I do, I would make decisions to get rid of that shame in a way, but it wouldn't be, there was no wrong decisions that I made. I agree with both Tanner and GT with that because it all had to happen in order for me to get to this point where I realized that I wasn't really living true to myself. So I had to make a lot of wrong decisions to be led to the right path, which is totally fine. And that's, that's what I needed to do. And that's, I had to go to another state. I had to be in a wrong relationship. I had to try like four or five different careers to realize that maybe I'm pushing in this direction too far. And maybe I should just live life a little bit and see where it takes me. So I, I am satisfied in the sense of I'm happy that I've discovered that, but I'm not feel like I've wasted time and I've wasted money and I've wasted some potential with myself, but that's okay because I'm not upset at myself or angry at myself for that. Cause that's not fair because I did what I thought was best in the moment and right. I did what I thought I should have done in the moment. And that's okay. It might not have ended up working out the best. So I think in my brain, I tend to think, oh, this is wrong. But it wasn't wrong. It just needed to happen so I could get to this point where I'm just ready to see where life is going to take me next. And so I'm satisfied with being there. I guess I'm maybe just a little dissatisfied with how long it took me to get there because I'm almost 26. But that's okay. That's okay. So I'm coming at it with a different angle. I think a quick point, because I definitely want to hear Josh's point 
I I think that's the society norm. And like that's something that we'll probably talk about later in this podcast is like just society and how people look at it. So I think how when we brought up social media screwed a lot of things up. I think people oh, yeah. have not used it for good at all. Do you want us to repeat the question to remember? Yes, yeah, okay. Repeat the question. I'm old, I forget stuff quickly. No. So the question is regarding your twenties, are you filled with regret or or anger or sadness or any kind of negative emotions? Are you filled with any of those kind of negative emotions for things that you did or um, learn about yourself in your twenties, any decisions that you made, or are you satisfied with where you were in your twenties? Uh, go ahead, Doc. Let's okay, hear it. Think, I, do I have any regrets? Hell no. You did what you wanted to do. Damn right. I say blaze your own path. I say, could I have made wiser choices? Could I have made more educated decisions? Could I have made legal choices or I, I don't know pick, take take your pick i mean i, I yeah. i've lived my life i certainly do my best to take everybody's opinions into account especially my family and those that i respect and i certainly want that but at the same time it's my life and i i need to live and i'm doing that and i would say at this stage of my life even ever after everything that I've been through, I'm probably the happiest I've ever been. You know, I've got two amazing kids that are being productive and I raise them. I raise them wrong. I raise them right. I raise them however they've been raised. I'm still here. At this point, I'm in a healthy relationship myself. Congrats. It's all led me to this stage, right? I mean, right. this is where we're all at. So regardless of our of our choices, could we have not failed, but do I regret anything? Hell no. I, I live my life and I'm I'm here because of it. That's awesome. Respectable. Well, uh, very respectable. <laughs> you got more to go now. Very respectable. I, no, I really stories. like that. Yeah, he does a lot of stories. <laughs> yeah, man. That would cause more embarrassment for him. So Me or you? Both. He's um, trying to hide it. Don't speak for him, Tanner. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, let the man speak, okay? <laughs> oh, Dad, I have a question for you. Oh, boy. So I want you to think of a theme or thing that you thought you'd grasp or have in control yep. by the end of your 20s, but you did not have that fully sure. grasped by the end of your 20s. Why? What was that? And why do you think you were unable to fully grasp it or, or have that in control by the end of your 20s for yourself? Uh, hopefully this will answer your question. Life isn't easy, especially in your 20s when you're in between that whole puberty and growing up phase to begin with, boys, girls, whatever, you'll stumble, you'll fall, you'll fail. And that's something at 20, late 20s, as I'm beginning my career, I wasn't expecting. I had right out of college, two very well-paying jobs. One I, I lost due to downsizing. Mm -hmm. uh, your mom and I were in... Maryland, DC? No, no, no. We are in Orlando. Hmm. No, we were in Jacksonville. It was right before our wedding. I got downsized from one job like two days before a wedding. And then I was Ooh. very quickly hired. And mind you, this is like six months out of college making, well, it doesn't matter what I was making, but it was pretty good at the time. And then six months later, I lose a job because I wasn't adequate in their eyes in the position I was hired for. And so that was a real bummer. I mean, within a year, I get hired making really good money. And I'm thinking I'm on top of the world. You know, I just graduated. I'm just now married. I'm thinking about a family. All these wonderful things are happening in life. And I fail. I stumble. I fall. And so it, it, it took a lot for us, your mom and I, or at least myself, to recuperate from that. I mean, that was a big blow to my ego. And I think that, you know, I think that it's okay. I mean, just like we talked about the stories of our life, do we have any regrets? I mean, these are things that happen to us. And I think as long as we're, I don't want to say able, because some things can be very difficult for people. So I don't know how to explain that part of it. But as long as, as long as you have the right people around you that can lift you up, and as long as you're willing to accept what has happened, mm -hmm. you know, life, life does continue. You just can't continue to beat yourself up about it it'll be okay you know there is tomorrow you failed today you stumbled today you failed today 
you regret today for that matter. Yeah. You know, as long as you can sleep with yourself and take a deep breath and say, okay, tomorrow, 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 I can regroup. <laughs> I can learn from this. I'm going to be stronger tomorrow. I'm going to, you know, if there's a deficit, you know, that was something that I struggled with there. I got fired because of a deficit Yeah, you yeah. Know, in a, in a career that I had just begun. So I had to overcome or learn from that deficit. And then as we kind of alluded to in the first, I think it was the first question about, you know, when I was 38 and lost my legs, I mean, at that point I was at the pinnacle of my career. I was yeah. young, I was going places. I had everything I wanted and needed. All the doors at work were open. So, I mean, you, you can always come back. There is always tomorrow. And I think that's one thing is don't focus on today. Don't focus on today's failure. Focus on tomorrow. Okay. Today happened. You can't change what has happened today, but tomorrow you can choose to take a different direction and be better, learn from it, find another job. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, it's right. not over today. Mm -hmm. You're alive. You have breath. Your, your heart is beating. It's not over. So take a breath. So was the thing that you were unable to grasp by the end of your twenties, you thought was your ability to what move on and properly be able to be okay with the failures? Yeah. Yeah, okay. exactly. Like okay. expect failure. It will happen. It's always going to happen, right? You're not always going to hit the ball straight. Sometimes it'll stray right or left. Yeah. You know, don't don't focus on that because mm -hmm. you'll go crazy. It's like focusing on the stock market. You can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the end of the day is 30 years from now. Where are you 30 years from now? Right. right. So I like know, give yourself a little grace. Take a deep breath. Regroup. Where do you want to be? What do you want to do? What has worked? What hasn't worked? And go from there. Yeah, that's it's awesome. something that yeah. I know Connor, GT, myself have all experienced yeah. kind of like our, let's say, failures and being stuck and trying to accept that and move on is way easier said than done. But like you said, we're all here and all three of us are still trying to figure out our avenues and thrive in, in that manner. So, yeah, Connor, yeah, Con I, I, I identify with Connor this, this evening because he brought up the, the whole not in school and pursuing the whole base thing. And of course, listening to the podcast, you know that Connor was thinking that the whole bass and guitar and music thing was where it was at. And he learned a couple of things and maybe now that's, that's not where it's at. It, it's okay. Right. It's okay. It, it's okay. It's not a failure. It's, you know, it's just a pivot. It's a time to turn left, turn right and, and regroup and figure out, okay, what's next. You still have your breath. You're still okay. It's okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. You got it, man. You're going to do great things. I, I believe in that. I, I appreciate sure. it. Thank you. So just learning, I've learned from you for what, almost a decade now. And it's something just seeing, you know, the different, that's a whole decade. People say generations and a lot of people, I think, consider generations like maybe anywhere from 10 to about 20 years. I don't know. But something that i kind of look at and see is just like the difference between generations and i wanted to know with you specifically like what are some things that you've noticed and that you're concerned about with our generation and generations underneath us is there anything that you disagree with well you're suggesting you're on top gt no, absolutely not. <laughs> I would suggest it's actually the opposite. You're actually downhill versus uphill. <laughs> yeah, no, you are. You've learned way more than us. So, but I, I just want to know from your perspective, like what you've noticed. Are you concerned with anything with like our generation that's under you? I think I think concerns would be a whole separate podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, part snap. two of the interview. I think. No, there's some things that you I think I know where you're going. I, I I think we've all heard it, right? Like I think I think a lot of the the youth today, youths as grandpa would say. Yeah. I think a lot of the youth today expect everything kind of today, now, right this second. You all can research a paper you have ai that'll now write a paper you can buy anything on amazon would have been you know these are things when i was a kid you know a catalog would come out what maybe twice four times a year 
they show you the catalog and you'd say, okay, what presents you want for your birthday, Josh? What presents you want for Christmas, Josh? What, you know, so, and then people would have to order it. And then when they ordered it, it would take 14, seven to 14 days. We didn't get Amazon Prime every day at our doorstep when we ordered it at 11, 9 p.m. Right. Like you all get. When I wrote a paper, I had to go use a card catalog. I had to go then use the card catalog to go to the library and figure out where in the library. And Tanner knows I didn't read, so it was even harder <laughs> for me. You know, where where in the library is the card catalog directing you? And then you, you know, have to pull a book and then you'd have to read the book. I mean, now you can highlight stuff and things will be read to you. So I just think... There's a lot of conveniences in your lives that are lost in the translation from my life. And I don't think that makes it better or worse one way or the other. I mean, sure, there's concerns. I didn't have them. So for me, how do you all learn from some of those things that you now have that I didn't have that you don't have to do that I had to do? I mean, you're there's just, you know, but. At the same time, there's a lot that my parents had to do that I don't have to, or I didn't have to do. And so, yeah, I just think is, well, I think the moral story is kind of technology, right? I mean, it's technology efficiencies. And I think some of the, the things that I noticed between generations are just the immediacy. Did that answer your question, GT? No, that absolutely does. I wanted to learn and to be a constant learner throughout life. Because I think we need to appreciate those before us and the things that they went through. Because otherwise, how can we appreciate what we have now? And then we wouldn't even be where we're at now without you guys and all the stuff that and some people call it struggles. And some people would call it learning lessons or some, whatever they might call it. But I think it's something that we've talked about it on a previous podcast recently was complacency was people get complacent and people don't even think about the past like history they don't even care about it like people don't want to do the research they're just like oh, okay whatever like that's cool and i think that's one thing that i'm 25 and i see little middle schoolers that don't could give a flying right so it's just it's sad but i like learning from it so and i just especially you just i love talking to you i could talk to you all day long so and i wanted to know your perspective on that so a well said answer gt and mr perry we're talking about the generations and the differences between the generations right now which i think is definitely a really interesting topic with this conversation right now but you know we always talk about how each new generation has their own like problems to deal with like we're talking about how our generation has to do with social but you know i still feel like that there are things that just generally people from like 18 to 30 or whatever age range you want to pick kind of in this age generally go through for you specifically do you have any advice that you believe is universal for people in this age group no matter what generation you might be a part of that can help you at this point guilty yes guilty i think the the largest issue society faces at this point is well i i think there's two answers i'll say the first answer first and i'll end it there i won't belabor the point, and that is no one can accept anybody else's opinions, responses, sometimes maybe not always taking their feelings into account, um, just kind of steamrolling, cancel culture, all of that. I'll leave that back because I think that could be an entire episode two or three times over. Absolutely. Um, yeah. The one I would say, the advice I would give to a younger person um, or even myself today is stop comparing. Okay. Don't compare. You are different from Tanner. You are different from GT. Tanner is different from GT as he is from you. I am different from all of my peers. My life experiences up until 51 have been completely different, completely different <laughs> from everybody else's. Um, and that has led me to where I am today, much like, you know, we have social media, we all compare, we all assume, we all can very quickly come to conclusions of who someone may be in our lives. And I think it's time to pause, 
and and get to know that person instead of doing a comparison because I think that's what I started out with was a lot of comparing on social media right. we see we only see so much of something right you can't judge a book by the cover is the saying mm-hmm. and so you see the person all black and you say they're this and this must be who they are and you can you can judge them or you can compare them and i i think social media does a very bad job of allowing us all to see all the positive snippets in someone's life which is completely different than judging somebody but i think you know comparing is kind of the same thing you see somebody walking down the street you, you know or you think you know who they are you see social media and what those folks present on social media you think their life is this so i i think there's a lot of comparison and judgment right now and so i guess I think that's a huge, a huge issue that we can all work on and do better of not judging, getting to know someone better, and certainly recognizing the fact that we can't compare ourselves. We're we're all where we're at, regardless of what we show on social media. That's a snapshot in time. That's not their entire life. Right. That's not always the positives and the negatives. Right. It's whatever it is that they choose to present on their social media. And I think those are the the two takeaways that I have as far as universal, what generational, what was your, I'm sorry. Just yes, gener- no, no, generational, um, universal advice that can be offered. And I think it was really well said. I mean, I've always thought that the two points that you brought up, the word that comes to mind for me is always empathy because it just seems like there's just such a huge lack of empathy, which is why there's so much judgment. And when people believe in something or say something, there's just like, oh, that means that they're this person. But then there's the whole comparison thing, too, where I think people don't have empathy for themselves, where you are upset about something that you do. And so then you compare yourself to others because you think they're doing it better. And you don't even have empathy for your own situation or empathy for what you're going through. And it's just yeah. it's just it would be really great if people could develop that more and more. I, I agree with you 100%. It's a huge problem. My point is, how are we the most connected through social media technology, but yet we're the most disconnected from each other? Yeah. It's like oh, we're, the, we're the most connected and disconnected simultaneously. And I, I feel right. like that is just something that we, we especially now have the ability to come together way more easily, but we choose to even be further divided. And you can take that as political. You can take that as just like socially, I, I don't mean it in Any one way direction. or the other. I'm just saying in general, I just feel like even within people that are my own age, it's out of sight, out of mind, but we can sit there and text someone in three seconds who's across the world. So we're the most connected, but disconnected simultaneously. And it's, yeah, it goes with the empathy. It goes with, you know, trying to not judge people by how they appear or whatever it is. So absolutely, I think that was a great, great question answered that I have. Can I, hold on, I want to tag on to that, can I? Yeah, tag on, tag on to that. Go for it. I th- yeah, there you go. I, th- I, I think 75% of family holiday parties go in and watch who's on their phone. And I have two things. Who's texting outside of the room while they have everybody there that apparently they love and enjoy and they're supposed to be with and that's why they're there. And I think the other part of that is how many people are just on their phone just not not being there. You know, I, I think that technology has been, it, it's certainly been a blessing and a curse. No, you're right. Yeah, I've said it already in the podcast, but Mr. Josh, known you for a long time, and I've had the absolute blessing and pleasure to say that I've known you for the time that I've known you. And you've been an inspiration to me, as I know you've been an inspiration to so many other people that you don't even notice and i can't thank you enough for that and every time i see you, you're always so optimistic upbeat i mean i i don't think i've ever seen you sad down like and it's something that it's insane and it's one of those that i'm i think about how you carry yourself and i want to know what are different ways that you've been able to keep yourself so optimistic and upbeat because the level that I see you at, I don't even 
I don't assume. I'm just like, I, I want to know, especially knowing your backstory and knowing everything. I, I just, I really want to know. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's a very kind of you. And it's very humbling and it's very difficult to accept. I'm not one to accept a lot of, what's the right word? Do you have a word? Praise. Thanks. Okay, we'll take praise. I think we're all our own worst critic. So it's not always easy, and I'm not always happy, I assure you of that. But sometimes you have to, I won't say it's a show, but sometimes you just have to push yourself through it, right? I think you have to sometimes really focus on the good things in life. Well, you definitely have to always focus on the good things in life, because we all know that there's plenty of shitty things in life that are happening, or shitty things around the world that are happening. So I think the first thing is you have to recognize, you know, I had a birthday. My son is here and I'm doing a podcast with two of his best friends. Certainly a positive moment. I'm in a good relationship. Both my kids are doing well in life. I have both of my parents at this stage of my life. You know, instead of, it's so easy, I think, to focus on all the negative things that are happening around the world and in our lives. For me, and I know when this happened, I started keeping a journal. And I think somebody may have said this on the podcast, you know, keeping a journal of all the positive things, going to sleep before this happened, maybe two years ago during COVID, I think, was go to bed and write five to 10 things that you're happy about in your life. What are you honestly thankful for? For me, it was the birds, my breath, sight my parents, my kids, you know, I have a roof over my head. I have electricity and air conditioning on a 96 degree day. They're small things, but I can go down a rabbit hole of all the negative things. So I think for me, and again, it, it's, it's a process and it wasn't overnight. And I still have two or three of the pamphlets that I wrote in of all the positive things every night for probably at least six months, if not longer. I still do it on occasion. What are you happy about? You'd be surprised of all the positive things that are happening. But yet society or us or the news or whatever your slant is, we can all find negativity in the world. I think focus on the positive to the end. Focus on a positive and minimize the emphasis on the, of the negative is a what you're thousand saying. Percent. And you keep up and seriously, keep a list. And when you're sad, go through a list. What do you think? I mean, think about it. You're sad and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, today sucks. Go through your list. You're like, wow, I'm blessed. Life is good. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I got a car. I got gas. I got food. Yeah. I got stuff. I'm going places. You're going places. Fucking A. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's awesome. With that being said, I think that was a great last question for this topic. Obviously, Dad, we can sit here for hours and hours and, and talk with you and gain advice and just talk shit with you. But I want to ask before we conclude the episode, something I do a lot with Connor GT asking for any closing thoughts, things we talked about that you would like to revisit or reemphasize, or maybe something that we didn't mention at all that you're thinking that you, you want to, you want to discuss. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, all right. So we open with a question of the three of you, and I think it's appropriate to close with a question of the three of you. And, I think you all have asked me a lot of struggles of my 20s versus my 50s now, right? I think that's been the correlation is what now do I look back on and say, do I have regrets? What have I learned now that I wish I knew then? So let's ask the same question of you three, and that is what right now are some of your, I don't want to say what's your struggle, but what are some of the things that you're dealing with? social how to deal with your or weigh out your social media how to value your friends and be in the present or whatever what are some of these struggles that you three are going through and what are some of your workouts or exercises to help you deal with the struggles that you're going through Ooh, that's i'll need a, a minute good to... question gt you, you want to go first or you want me to go first Keen, if you would like go ahead my friend Right now, I would say being in our mid-20s is a lot of people getting proposed to and married. And I think that 
obviously every girl dreams of that day and rightfully so i mean rightfully so i think that's where some people start to get jealous and people start to think oh i want a ring now and i think that's kind of ruined some relationships thankfully not mine my girl has been very patient has been very amazing and i can't be any more blessed with who i'm with and I think social media, just comparing, I think sometimes we all look on social media and we try not to compare and we might a split second compare and it's, it hurts sometimes. And then I almost, I tell you, I think like after 10 seconds, I'm like, why? But growing older and maturing and realizing that we all have our own pathways and being happy with those little things and learning from the negatives and not dragging the negatives with you in a suitcase and making your baggage even more heavy and heavy, which is slowing you down from getting to where you could be. I think my big thing is just taking those positives, like I said, and learning from the negatives, but don't carry the negatives with you. Only take the positives that build you into a stronger use. That way you can be better on your pathway to that. I would say just 20s is your foundation and building on your foundation so that way when we are god willing you know however life may go when we get to be you know say 51 or say later on in life just to be proud of where we were and to not have those regrets just to really be proud of those little things and be happy and grateful and appreciative over focus on the next game we're done absolutely that's it just resonated so much with me and i just even further advanced my thinking on that so i i do thank you for that so i got a couple but i'm gonna let everyone else because i'm sure i'm gonna cover some of the same things go ahead connor i i've already alluded to it but the big one i struggle with is is definitely my my struggle with my security in myself and my identity I, I've struggled with this, I mean, pretty much my whole life. I'm a middle kid. I've been competing with my older brother and trying to be better than my younger brother my whole life. That's that's what it's always been. But I, I never really reconciled the why and the what for the reasons why I did that when I was younger. So I've been dealing with that a lot more. And there's something when there's something as simple as both my younger and older brother in their 20s right now, knowing exactly what they want to do in life, and I don't. It just makes me act on my fear and anxiety of where I should be rather than my acceptance of where I am now. And that's that's basically the way what I can boil down a lot of my decisions and a lot of what I've struggled with, where I'll make decisions based on those fears and anxieties because of like my where I should be mindset rather than where I am mindset and the acceptance of the present. It's it's like there's nothing wrong with looking towards the future, but if I'm looking towards the future because I'm so dissatisfied with the present, then there's something going on with me that I need to reconcile with the present. A couple of things that I've been doing to try to help me with that uh, meditation. I've talked about that a bunch, doing that every single day. And I mean, I just have anxiety. I That's just something I've, I was born with and there's nothing I can do about that. So meditation helps and just, you know, general exercise gets me out of those types of rumination overthinking but honestly just a lot of it's it's honing in on what you talked about mr perry with with focusing on the positives and mitigating the effects of the negatives that has been something that i have been trying to do where i have like two positives for every negative if i have like a negative thought and i feel like it's starting to lead down a rabbit hole and like what i'm going to do about it i i try to come up with two positives to every negative thought I also have a journal as well to where if it gets too bad, I just journal it all down and get it all out of my head. Just getting it out of my head a lot of the times gets me out of that mindset and I'm able to move forward from it. Or just really putting myself around people that I love and people that care about me. Uh, if I'm having a tough day, instead of trying to deal with it and shoulder the burden because I'm not feeling secure in myself, I call my mom now. I call my wonderful girlfriend now. I know I, I know I could text you guys if I if I needed to talk about something. Like it's not not feeling like I have to shoulder the burden and be a man about it. Like I I do have my own path and I have to be a man in what I choose to do in life, but I am not alone in my path. I have people who are they're at my side. I'm walking my own path, but they're watching me from the side and I can 
calling them if I need to. I, there's a lot of other things I struggle with balance and consistency. You know, I'm an emotional person and a people pleaser. So making good habits and good decisions for myself and sticking to them has always been a struggle when it doesn't feel good. But that I've been getting better with just by consistency and making schedule for myself. I literally make a schedule every time I have a new life decision. Even if I don't fully stick to it, at least I have like a schedule that I relatively can stick to. So those are just a couple of the things I would say. What do you think about those, Don? Did you go yet? I did not, but I'm going to go and then thank you for being here. Okay. So you want to close. As usual, as the host, it's my responsibility to get the close. I thought the guest. Josh, always. It's always. It it starts with him and ends with him. I'll concede, Tan. I would just encourage you both to all. And your peers. Anyone who's listening or watching. Anybody who's listening or watching. Thank you. That is your peers, right? No. Okay. Randos. All of you. I think, like I said in one of my answers is, you know, if you are struggling, one, there is always somebody out there. It's never the end. It's never the wisest choice for it to be the end. That's number one. And number two reach out to Tanner, the podcast, or I think you have a sponsor that can help with that as well. Yep. And, but I think the most important, well, not the most important thing. I think the important thing is I, I would encourage everybody is just every night before you go to bed, it takes, how long does it take you to write five to 10 sentences, write down five to 10 positive things that happened in your day or that you're most appreciative for every day for a month. Give it a month. Go through the process and see how you feel before you choose to stop. And then before you stop, go through and begin reading through all the positive things that are happening in your life and the struggles that you're going through and continue the process. Because for me, it really did or really was a huge turning point in my life, I think, through COVID, through divorce, through cancer through both my kids going away to college, some pretty traumatic events. I mean, you know, you're an empty nester. That's pretty traumatic, as most young people won't understand. But, you know, it's a huge event in an adult's life. I mean, we raised you through 21 to 25. So I, I, I just see a huge benefit in trying to focus on the positive, focus on all the wonderful things that are happening on your life instead of comparing yourself to social media and everybody that wants to post all the wonderful things that they're doing. I do genuinely believe you will find a change in your life and go through and read those periodically. And I think you'll just, it, it made me really happy and really realize how many wonderful things are happening. It's not the end. There is tomorrow. There are a lot of struggles. We're all going through them. You know, we talk about this on the 20, or you all talk about this on the 20s podcast. I'm 50. I still have struggles. We're we're no different. There's generations. There's years between us. Sure, we talk about choices. We talk about wisdom. We talk about this. But we all still have struggles. Nothing is different 20 to 50. So I think the sooner we can all realize that there's a lot of great things in life. Take a second, recognize it, focus on it instead of what's negative in your life. Sorry, long-winded. Love it. It's awesome. To conclude, sorry, it's let's... every podcast. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to. Come on. <laughs> this is this is this is the nah, part. Come on, I don't say know. It. Part you always look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys. All right. So it's hey been guys, a great what's podcast. Up? It's Tanner with the Let's Talk Twenty yeah, podcast. You know, big man. <laughs> I started this Welcome podcast in. myself. This is so my idea. It's my idea. Of, you know, this is <laughs> how know, it goes. I can I can equally distribute. Jokes aside, I think that I am a combination of pretty much everything people have said, being a people pleaser, focusing on the now, trying to not be so future driven and just truly being present is probably the main things that I struggle with and maybe the only other thing is feeling like at times that I am doing enough because I I like most of the time to go, go, go and 
maybe sometimes I have too much on my plate. So I'm not giving my full attention to everything. And I'm kind of half-assing some other things. So it's a hard balance for me at times to feel like I am enough or am doing enough on a day-to-day basis. But we're all going we're all going through stuff and we're going to help each other out. And I hope everyone who listens or watches, obviously now, regardless of your age, can relate to something that the four of us have mentioned tonight. So dad, I just want to say thank you for coming on here. I know you were a little uncomfortable at first. Granted, Connor, GT, and myself do this on a weekly basis. So for you to hop on in here and just openly speak, I know it's a little intimidating, but I think you had endless good points and feedback and responses to our questions. And I know it's not an easy topic and it's just great having you as a, as a best friend and a dad, because I look up to you a lot and to be able to openly talk about things like this, I think is very rare for people our age. And and that's something I relate with these two guys is to emotionally connect on that level is just, you know, I think, I think it's rare or I shouldn't say rare, but I haven't found it very often. So it's, it's really nice to have, but on that, I know we're going to have Connor's uh, parent on GT's parent on and, and go from there. But I think this was a great episode. What do you guys think? Good. It was great. Thank you for coming on. Awesome advice. Thanks for talking to us and being so personal with us. Josh, I I love you, dad. I love (laughs) you. Thank you. Thank you for all you've done. And I'm here for both of you. And you know, if anybody out there relates more to me than these three, then hit me up. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right, baby. That's right. What's so funny about that? What's so funny about that? Right. With, with that being said, once again, thanks for coming on here. I really appreciate you giving us true advice. Connor GT, as always, thanks for uh, joining the podcast. And everyone who listens or watches, I appreciate you guys tuning in to yet another episode of the If you guys uh, like our content, we have our Instagram page, Let's Talk 20s Podcast. And you can listen to us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcast as well. And with that being said, with Connor mouthing the words that I say, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And until the next one, peace. And he's going to say mic drop. Peace. Bye. Bye.